My name is Preston Grace, and I'd like to welcome you to the No Walls Podcast. What is up, everybody? My name is Taylor Otterbein, and I am the student pastor here at the Brick Church, and we are here with our host, Preston Grace. What's up, my dude? Dude, what's up, man? How's it going? It is good. It is good. We're switching up on you a little bit today. I'm the one hosting and kind of setting the conversation flow, and... uh I want to take a moment to celebrate everyone listening like crazy because uh, as of this moment, we are sitting at 218 views. Yeah, yeah, that's wild, bro. I did not expect to get that many in it's like the first 30 days that we've been doing this thing. <clears throat> yeah, we are a month in, 218 views. Uh, we're shook. We're blown away. We're incredibly thankful for everybody who is tuned in, who is listening. Uh, for those of you who have listened multiple times, uh, thank you. We've gotten a ton of really good feedback too, like uh, people giving us different things to try and things to say. So we're here for it, man. And we love all the feedback. So uh, feel free to take a moment to like, share, comment, leave a review. Um, let us know how it is, how it's landing for you. Um, <clears throat> but today I wanted to flip the roles a little bit because <clears throat> we're a month in and uh, we've got 200 people who've been listening to the podcast. And I realized that we have never explained why the name of the podcast is No Walls. And so today, that's what I want to do. I want to kind of share the heart of what this is, why it exists, all of that. And so uh, Preston Grace is our MC, our master of ceremonies, the guy who's making it all happen, the magic. This is his brainchild. This is the dream he felt uh, put on his heart. So, uh, without further ado, Preston, why are we called the No Walls Podcast? Yeah, uh, the reason why we're No Walls is because for me, this is a place, this is the first place I came to where I just felt full of hope. Like, we sat down, we've had so many conversations where it's like, I just leave, like, filled with hope. And then it's not only just me and you that have these conversations. If, if you sit in the office for five minutes, you're going to have six people in there all talking about things that just really want to make you go out there and just, like, take on the world. And I just thought, like, we have a maximum capacity in this building. Like, even if we, like, you know, if we fill this thing up, there's only so many people that can fit in these walls. And to me, I was just very passionate about, like, the culture we have here, the conversations we have here. Um they would thrive if there were no walls and we needed to get all those things out of these walls to as many people as possible and that's that's the whole heart behind it that's that was my original thought process whenever we were going to do this podcast so yeah so when you hit me with the title immediately I was like he found it he found what this needs to be because uh, I love the fact that you said this place has a maximum capacity, and it does. Like, there's a legitimate fire code. So, like, we are only allowed to fit so many people in here, uh, which is beautiful, right? Like, amazing moments where the rooms are filled and everybody's engaged in worship, and it's incredible, but there's a cap. Like, and then it means we do another experience, but even then, there's only so many hours in a day, so many minutes uh, in an hour, and you're still capped. Like, time caps you. So then the question becomes, well, what do we do? Like, if we believe in what we're doing and it's resonating with us, how do we get to more people? Well, we have to take the walls off. And I was in, bro. You had me sipping on the Kool-Aid from the first jump. And I love it because <clears throat> I felt like you were immediately implementing one of our core values. And that is 
we will do anything short of sin to reach people who don't know Christ. And to reach people no one is reaching, we'll have to do things that no one is doing. And yes, there are people doing podcasts. Podcasts have been around for a minute. We're kind of late to the podcast game, if anything. But I believe no one's doing a podcast quite like ours. I believe this is unique. I believe you're unique. I believe your dreams, your heart, your passion, what God's put in you is unique. And I love the idea of creating a space where hope can exist. I love that you keep saying that, like you're, you're walking away full of hope. And I think that's what this should be, right? This is, that is the hope of no walls, is that whether or not you are madly and deeply devoted to Jesus or you don't have anything to do with him, the hope is, is when you showed up to this thing, though, you still walked away full of hope. That when you came to this podcast, there was value added to you. That when you showed up to this, you heard a couple dudes or anyone else we might bring in the future just encouraging you that it's going to be okay, that you can still be great, and that the best days are in front of you. And that in the right relationships, the best parts of you can come to life. And so the podcast exists so that we can take the walls off of what we feel like we were putting on this earth to do, and that's to be a voice of hope. Right, that's to communicate to people there is good in this world, God is good, and there is so much greatness in you that you haven't even begun to really tap into. Uh, so I love it. You've got me on the board. I love no walls. My question for you is <clears throat> if the idea of no walls, right, is to take the walls off of this place, this place being the brick church. What made the Brick Church special to you? Like, why, why, why do this? Why, why a podcast for this church, not another church? Like, what makes this unique? And to be clear, like, we're really passionate about our church. And I think over the last few podcasts, you've heard people drop in the Brick Church, drop the Brick Church. And kind of what I want to do is maybe get out why, right? Why do we talk about this place a lot? Why does this seem to always be on our lips? So for you individually... Why the brick? Why was this the place that you found, like, no, I want to take the walls off of here. I want to get what's here to the people around me. The reason why this place is because I think this place makes you feel loved. It makes you feel uh, unique. Um, Like I said, you leave with hope, or I do every time I walk out of this place. And then, like, you really just get a sense that we have a part to play. And I don't think that I've ever been in a place before where it's like, yeah, uh, like your life really does matter. Like everything that you do, it it's going to affect eternity. And whenever you're given that kind of mission, whenever you're given um, like that kind of framework, it, it just like, I don't know if you can even be nihilistic at that point, right? Because now everything matters. Every single thing matters. Like something that we talk about a lot here is uh, that like the things you do, like the, every decision you make trickles out into eternity. So everything you make, every decision you make will shape the person that you're going to end up being um, in eternity. And that's just, to me, that's just like the whole heart of this place is like you matter. And it's not just the gift that you can bring. It's not just um, the money you can bring in tithes or whatever it is. It's literally like you as an individual matters and you were here for a reason, and God has a plan for you, and God's going to use you to do great things. And I've just never been in a place where it's, like, that plain and simple. Like, it's it's drilled into you that hard that, like, you have something to do, and your life does matter. So, That's yeah. Good. I love how you 
we're essentially hammering home the idea that you matter. You matter. You matter. <clears throat> kind of hope that um, you can't listen to very many of our podcasts and not hear that at least once. Because I think that's it, man. I think that's at the 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 core of kind of what we're doing is trying to help people understand, like, you aren't like some cosmic blip. You matter. There's something individually and unique about you that as a person of faith, I believe God wants to get to the world. Like there's a heartbeat in your chest because there's a plan that God has designed only for you that in his hands doesn't just change your life, but change the lives of the people around you. <clears throat> and I think it's powerful to hear people tell you that you matter because sometimes you don't believe that. Sometimes life beats the belief that you matter out of you. Like, it is a huge deal to hear that phrase, and it's a huge deal to believe that phrase because when you believe you matter, there's a difference about you. There's a drive that didn't exist before. There's a hope that didn't exist before. And the idea that you matter, I think, can really be win to sales. And uh, I agree with you. I think it is what's unique. Even for me, like this place is special to me because when I came to the brick, I was in a really difficult spot. <laughs> Life was hard. Marriage was difficult. Um, I was pretty broken and like confused about who I'm called to be and what I'm supposed to do in this world. And I showed up to the brick and I found a place that even in the middle of just absolute chaos, storm raging everywhere, <coughs> I found people that could see past all of that mess to the gold that was underneath. <clears throat> so in a season of life where me mattering didn't feel true anymore, some people told me I did. And I found a church that believed that it did. And it absolutely, without question, um, put wind into my sails again. It, it, it created a desire for me to be better again, to to want to fight for the good in me and for the good of the people around me because that's the thing hope begets hope like dr chan hellman who is like the hope guru uh says that phrase and i just it resonates so deep with me that hope begets hope when you get around people that believe good is in you and you surround yourself with them there's this really special trickle effect that takes place and it starts to seep into you that, no, wait, maybe you're right. Maybe all of my life has been trying to create a rule for me that was really the exception the whole time. But I think it's special about places of hope, right? Any community you have, any people in your life, like a church, uh, a workspace, family dynamics, like when you are surrounded by people with hope, they can start rewriting things that you believe to be a rule. And I think what's interesting is in life, we have this ability to where we create rules, meaning this happens, this happens. Two plus two equals four. So we've created for us beliefs that, well, because they did this and they did this and they did this, then people will always do this. <laughs> and what sucks about pain and what sucks about trauma and what sucks about hurt is it's creating rules for us that I don't think God for one second ever meant to be a rule. That unfortunately, because the world is full of broken people and because there is hurt that exists and because there are people who haven't been given the ability to treat their pain or because there are people who don't want to treat their pain and they become daggers, if you will, like they become the dagger that they were stabbed with. 
unfortunately a byproduct of a broken world is brokenness exists, which means it will find its way to you. And there are those of us who have experienced a higher portion of that than others. And so what has become essentially a rule is we don't matter. But God's been screaming from heaven the whole time that you matter. But unfortunately, you've had exceptions speaking to you, so they became rules. And what I think happens when you have hope and you surround yourself with hope, you start finding out, no, 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 that, that was the exception. That wasn't the rule. No, 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 that's not how life is supposed to be. It's just how it's been. And now I know it can be different. So for you being at the brick and uh, your journey, have you seen any things for you that you thought were rules um, that maybe now you realize are exceptions? Have you seen uh, this concept, you know, hope begets hope, like not just like why do we want to do the podcast, but quite literally like what is different in your life since you've been a part of the brick uh, that has set in motion the conversation we're having today? Yeah, I think part of believing that your life is important, believing that what you do is important, is once you really believe that, you start taking steps. And I think uh, six months ago, or however, six or seven months ago, whenever I wasn't here, um, my life was very much just like, let's, like, I'll just do what kind of makes me happy. Like, I'm trying to just kind of figure out, like, you know, this seems to to keep me content for right now, right? Yeah. And then I think the biggest difference is, like, I came here, and I kind of already said this, but, like, I truly believe that the way I carry myself, like, the, the things that I um, absorb throughout the week and the way that those things come out to the uh, people that I'm talking to, the way I'm having conversations, I think that has eternal consequences now, right? Yeah. And because of that, like, it, I just have a lot more, like, a ton more drive than I did seven months ago because, like, you know, I think it matters now. And um, just to give, like, some practical things, like, for one, uh, I got really serious and I thought, like, what am I doing with my life, right? Like, what are, what are some, some areas where, you know, I could get better, where I could grow in, where I could um, – where are some places where I'm just letting things sit where I should be taking some action steps? And uh, I'm getting married in March, which Hello. is, like, huge, right? That's <laughs> something I would have sat on for, like, five years because, <laughs> because it really, because if you don't think it matters, like, what's the point, right? Like, it, it doesn't matter. So, yeah, and I, I think I just stopped living for what's going to make me comfortable for the next, you know, week, and I started living for how can I make other people's, how can I bring hope to other people the way that this place has brought hope to me? And I think that's at the core of every change that's been made in my life in the past, you know, six or seven months. So, Man, that was, uh, that was really good. So I guess my question for you is, um, what do you think is happening that creates the environment you experience when you come here right like what's the what's something you are seeing done that's creating room for the hope right it's like obviously when you come here you said you know like I I feel like I matter like this idea that 
you matter is in everything we do. It's in it's seeping off the pores of the building, if you will. Like you matter, you matter, you matter. God has a beautiful, wonderful plan for you. Um, <clears throat> and when you come here, you're surrounded with hope, right? That it can be true, that we can do it, we can see it. Um, why? Like, why do you think that happens? Why do you feel like that's a consistent experience of yours that, that hasn't gotten old yet? Why do you think it keeps happening? Why, what, what do you think the, it, the secret sauce, if you will, or what is something you're seeing take place? It's like, I've never seen that before. And I think that's the reason I feel this. Like that, that's new to me. That I've never seen people say or do. I've, I've never seen that rhythm, that routine, something. So what do you think it is? What do you think that thing is for you? Yeah, I think that thing is that in this place, it's not just the lead pastor with the microphone making a difference. It's not just um, the worship leader that that is changing lives. It's the it's the conversations that we have amongst ourselves, right? It's the it's the idea that like like the church isn't the building; it's the people in it, mm. right? And I think that whole idea and how that's so like wrapped up and in the DNA of our church, it just, it just makes a place where everyone is making a difference. Everyone is helping each other out. And the reason why we believe we matter is because you see the fruit of all of that. That's good. You see that like we get these, we get life groups, right? We get these people together and you'll see, we do what life groups for four weeks. Sometimes like we, like they're pretty short sometimes. And the amount of change you can see in a person's life from week one to week four mm. doesn't even make sense. So good. It doesn't. And so, yeah, like that's what it is. That's the evidence for me is that that everyone here believes that they matter. And because they believe that they matter, we see the fruit that we do matter. And I think the the where we get that evidence is from the Bible because like God's screaming it throughout the, you know, throughout everything. But but yeah, so what do you what do you think that thing is? I'm, I'm curious to hear what, what your answer is on that. Yeah, I love everything you just said. That it was so good. Uh, yeah, I, I'm 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 in a similar lane. I think what I would say for me is it isn't like we don't just say you matter. We believe you matter, and you see that because we don't just tell you that you matter. We still bet on you. Like we bet on people. <clears throat> We take risks with people that people would deem risk. But for us, I believe there's an intrinsic gold in you. And for me, people are just worth betting on. Why? Because do people bet on me? I am not a great investment. By no means whatsoever, when you would have seen my life even five years ago, would you have been like, that's the guy to bet on. Anyone who has listened to this podcast and went to high school with me can jump in the comment sections and just shout from the rooftops, no, he ain't wrong. Your boy was crazy. Like... (laughs) No, I'm I'm who I am because someone bet on me. And for us, we don't just say it; we believe it. It's it's not just word, but it's also deed. And as a church, that's what we do. We bet on people. Everything we do is to sell out to the fact that you matter. But because we believe you matter, we're going to create room for you to find out it's true too. Right? Because it's just lip service if we don't give you room to run. It's just lip service if. We aren't creating spaces for the gifts that are in the building to be seen. I love that you said it's not just the dude on stage who's being hyped. No, 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 no. There are people who sit in these rows every single week that are making a massive, massive difference in this church. We have people who you don't know who they are, 
but they build these beautiful sets. Like we've got 30 second theology happening and our lobby is awesome. And someone built a field goal post, two of them. We have a football field in our lobby. That's insane. I can't do that. But there was room created for that person to use their gift to run and to kill it and to do what only they can do. And everything we do as a church is designed around creating spaces for the gifts that are inside people to be able to flourish. So if you are a therapist, you are given a room to get to show up during a run-through to give feedback to our lead pastor on his sermon so that he doesn't just understand the spiritual implications, but he also gets to hear from a scientific standpoint the mental and emotional implications of what Scripture is saying. We, we have these spaces where... Um, we have brainstorming sessions where anyone's a part. We get to talk about what's the best way to love our people in our community. Like everything we do is like open door. Like our office isn't even just office rooms. It's one giant office because we sell out to the belief that the best ideas really come when everyone's invited to the table. And so as a church, we've essentially designed this thing around the belief. We all matter and you matter. And because you matter, we will consistently create space for the thing God put in you to be seen and to flourish because sometimes you can't see what's in you it takes someone else being that voice of hope it takes somebody else being able to come into the picture and say no no no, I get it I get it but also let me tell you what I see and it is in that opportunity to run to use your gift to to develop that you find out there was something special about you So we're going to tell you you matter, but we're also going to bet on you. We're going to create a space to where you can find out it's true too. So where you can see you the way we see you, but more importantly, so you can see the way you can see you the way God sees you. And scripture screams that you are unbelievably and without question loved. All right, Preston. So before we close and wrap this thing out, uh, what's the hope, man? Two months from now, six months from now, ten years from now. What's the hope that this thing is for the people that hear it? Yep. Yeah, uh, my hope for this thing, man, is that this podcast can just add value. If you are in the best season of your life or the worst season of your life, I pray this can just be a place where people can come and just get their hope tanks filled up. And they can get some tools that can help them take the next steps to make their lives even better. I love, love, love that. Uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity to turn the chairs on you and get to interview you a little bit today. Uh, thank you to everybody who has listened. Uh, please make sure to give us a like, a comment, a share, write a review, tell us how we're doing. Uh, we love you like crazy. We hope you have a great week. And this has been the No Walls Podcast.